Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on New Zealand Sports Radio. It is Sunday the 12th of July. Uh, and this is your best way to start the day up to date with all the important sports news. In the news today, Jack Charlton um, passes away. Sailors um, win Thriller and gets hand one hand on the trophy. We'll have an NRL update for you, as well as updates from the ANZ Premiership, Sal's NBL, um, Wimbledon, uh, Formula One. Yes, this is a bumper edition, folks. And let's kick off with the um, football news. And yes, uh, England um, Football World Cup, Cup winner um, from 1966. Jack Charlton has passed away at the age of um, 85. And the former um, Leeds defender and uh, um, Republic of Ireland uh, head coach um, passed away peacefully. Um, after he'd been uh, diagnosed with lymphonia um, in the last year. So um, our thoughts out there with uh, with his family. Moving on to uh, other football news um, and uh, Norwich City lost to West Ham 0-4. A big win there for West Ham and Watford beat Newcastle United 2-1. Um, uh, two uh, two important um, games there uh, down at the bottom end of the league, which means that West Ham and Watford now are on 34 points um, and have a six-point gap um, to um, Bournemouth and a seven-point gap to Aston Villa um, in that relegation battle. Those two sides still have to play um, a game. So uh, they've got one more game in hand, but boy, oh boy, do they need the win now after those two teams um, picked up those two big results? Moving over to the Belarusian League, our favourite league in the world because it kept going um, during lockdown. Belashina um, beats Torpedo 2-1. Uh, Stephen from the Deep South, they'll be upset with that one. And Bate and Slavia fought out a one-all draw. Um, Bate still at top of the table 
Um, but uh, Shakator and Neymar Goron um, have good games to play. Um, and uh, even Energex could also um, take that top spot. Shakator look on online to do that um, as um, they are beating Gorodea currently 3-1 um, with uh, 20 minutes still to go in that um, game. Uh, in cricket news, uh, and the uh, a late collapse by England really has put West Indies in control. Um, the top order looked to have um, uh, put uh, looked look to be making a battle out of this one um, with um, uh, um, Burns with forty two, Sibley with fifty, and Crawley with seventy six, um, as well as Stokes chipping in with forty six. Uh, the Four out of the top five all got some good starts there. Um, but then a late collapse with Pope, Butler, Bess, all falling for 12-9-3 and three, um, meant that, uh, yes, uh, England closed at 284-4-8. Uh, um, moving on then, and now I'm going to pass you over to Stephen, who'll take us through our birthday update. Uh, thank you, Paul, and good morning, everybody, tuning into New Zealand Sports Radio. What is the uh, Sunday, the uh, 12th of July, and it's birthdays where we head to this morning. Firstly, a famous rugby playing name from previous decades, a number eight destined for higher honours, and finally, one of the best women's rugby players in the world, and that's where we start things this morning. Portia Woodman, born this day, the 12th of July, 1991, is a New Zealand rugby union player. She is currently a member of the New Zealand women's sevens team. Woodman played at netball for the Northern Mystics before switching to Rugby Union in 2012. Woodman debuted for the Black Ferns in 2013 against England. She was included in the squad that won the 2013 Rugby World Sevens in Russia. In 2015, Woodman was named the World Rugby Women's Sevens Player of the Year. She was named the Player of the Year in a 2017 Women's World Cup squad. The Black Ferns won the World Cup. Woodman was the dominant player in all their games except the last, a gold medal winner at the 2018 Commonwealth Games and that is Portia Woodman. She has done it all. Well, one man who's having a birthday today couldn't quite get the win for the Blues last night, but he's destined for bigger things to come. Hoskins Satutu, born the 12th of July 1998 in New Zealand, is a New Zealand rugby union player who plays for the Blues in Super Rugby. His playing position is number eight. He has signed up for the Blue squad in two, he was signed for the Blue squad in 2019 and has extended it out to 2023, I think it is. He is the son of former Blues and Fijian rugby player Waisaki Sotutu. Sotutu plays as provincial rugby for Auckland and has been in superb form in 2020 for the Blues and looks likely to be an All Black in the future, if not a question of if, but when. Staying with the rugby code, Stanley Meads, born the 12th of July 1938, is a rugby union football and brother of the great Colin Meads, considered by some to be one of the greatest rugby footballers of all time, the man they call the tree. Stanley played as a lock, number eight and flanker and scored four tries for New Zealand in 30 games. That's 15 tests in totals. He played for King Country between 57 and 66 when he abruptly announced his retirement to concentrate on his sheep farm near, near Tikawiti, 82 years young today, from a great sporting family. 
his niece Rhonda Wilcox and Meads played for the Netball Ferns. And of course, Glenn Meads played for King Country. So uh, there we have it. Um, some real champions there celebrating their birthdays today. I'll be back shortly with all the league news from yesterday. Thank you very much, uh, Stephen. Uh, moving on to rugby news um, and uh, through Crusaders and the Blues um, played an absolute cracking game um, last night. It was 6-7 at half time with the, the Blues having the slight upper hand. Um, but uh, coming out into, uh, and, and also they had um, in the second half, and it wasn't until the hour point that uh, the Crusaders got their um, uh, got, got uh, their, their necks in front. But that last 20 minutes uh, was uh, a really uh, dominating, or a very impressive performance, sorry, um, by the Crusaders um, to pull out to a 26-15 win. Uh, Will Jordan coming on uh, and also and continuing his fine form um, this uh, this season. Also, uh, good performances from players like uh, um, Bridge who uh, and Talia, who had a fantastic battle um, out there on the wing. That was followed up by, uh, and that um, puts the Crusaders uh, clear at the top of the uh, Super Rugby Altera. And remember, there is no final series, folks. It's just who tops the table um, that uh, will win the trophy. And with the Crusaders denying the Blues even a losing bonus point, uh, that puts them definitely in pole position now. Uh, that was followed up by um, Super Rugby AU, where the Waratahs and the Force um, uh, uh, played a game. The Force, obviously, this is their uh, returning to Super Rugby after three years out. Um, and uh, a lot of people wanting to see them prove that they uh, should be there um, and should not have been dropped. Uh, and they did lead lead at halftime at seven fourteen, um, putting uh, not kicking, uh, yeah, taking their points sensibly, uh, taking posts when, when they're available uh, to build up that score. In the second half, though, um, it uh, was all they they couldn't add to their score, and it was all Tars, um, and the Tars finished up twenty three fourteen in that one over in Australia. Uh, news coming out about the new Major League Rugby team in Hawaii uh, and a number um, of um, uh, All Blacks and uh, professional players uh, uh, apparently are going to be part owners, um, including John Afoa, uh, Jerome Kano and uh, Josveta um, Rokokoko um, as well in that one. So um, some, interest, uh, uh, some interesting names there uh, being involved. With that um, new team uh, that's going to be uh, starting next year in Major League Rugby over in Hawaii. So uh, we wish them all the best. Uh, they are apparently also in talks um, with, um, uh, with, with, with the New Zealand Rugby about uh, Super Rugby um, as well. Uh, and now we're going to hand you over to the sport that just keeps on giving um, NRL. Well, Paul, it was uh, giving a lot on the field uh, yesterday, especially in our first game where plenty of points were leaked. The Penrith Panthers uh, smashed the Cronulla Sharks 56-24 in their clash at Nestra Jubilee Stadium. Rookie winger Charlie Staines finished with an amazing uh, four-try haul in his first grade debut to become the second man in the NRL 
in our NRL era to achieve the feat after Jordan Aikens. The Panthers lead 26-0 after 35 minutes before the Sharks scored two tries of their own before halftime to cut the lead to 26-12. But two tries after the halftime break to the to the Panthers, extended the lead to 36-12 to what would be a solid winning position despite the Sharks getting two converted tries of their own. The Sharks would score three more tries with Staines capping off his four-try haul. A game with plenty of tries but without a lot of defence. However, it was entertaining for those who attended that final scoring in Penrith Panthers 56, Cronulla Sharks uh, 24. Moving on to our second game. Well, finally some joy for the Brisbane Broncos who have broken a 113 day six game losing streak by beating Canterbury Bulldogs 26-8 in a slog in front of Broncos greats at Suncorp Stadium. A host of former greats turned out at the Red Hill venue and clipped the embattled team onto their hollowed turf before kickoff, showing solidarity and support. The Broncos were first to score when Corey Oates barged over barged his way over through the Bulldogs after eight minutes. The home side got on the board again when Tavita, playing a junior, pounced on a Bulldogs error to score in the 25th minute. The Bulldogs finally hit back in the 30th minute when Nick Meany defied the sideline to put the ball down in the corner. The Broncos began the second half on fire when Jermaine... Um, Asako chased through a loose ball to score and extend the lead to 16-4. Young gun Xavier Coates found the line in the 60th minute to make it 22-4 advantage as the Bulldogs battled to score points of their own. Bulldogs fullback Dallin Watani Zelniak touched down in the second half, but it would be Jermaine Azako who would close the game out with his second try of the game to leave the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs domiciled at the bottom of the NRL table. That final score again, Brisbane Broncos 26, Canterbury Bulldogs Eight, 26 points to eight. And in our final game last night, which was pretty much billed as the game of round nine, well, it, it kind of lived up to uh, uh, the uh, hype of the game. But I'm saying that a potentially season-ending injury to Josh Hodgson compounded Canberra's woes following a 2014 loss to Melbourne uh, last night. Hodgson went down in the first half with a suspected ACL injury to his right knee. It would be a massive blow to Canberra's premiership hopes if their nifty hooker was ruled out and it would be cruel for Hodgson who had overcome a reconstruction on his left knee in 2017. Wow, we really do wish him well in his recovery. Winger Bailey Simonson also left the field with a potential shoulder injury to add to an already growing injury toll at the nation's capital. Melbourne will be sweating on Jesse Bromick, who left the field with a knee injury. Meanwhile, Melbourne skipper made history with the win, being the first player in the NRL to record 300 victories. I'll tell you what, if there ever is a league player you should clone, it is definitely Cameron Smith. He is a very, very heady footballer, does all the right things at the right time, got a really smart brain. It was an uncharacteristic sloppy start from both sides and an error handled, <clears throat> handed Melbourne the first points of the night with chance. Nicole Klockstad tried to bat a ball dead, but it did not get, get enough on it with uh, Brinko Lee pouncing. Josh Papali stormed over for the next try, but the Raiders were unable to build on it as Josh Adokar scored for the Melbourne Storm shortly after that. That came after a controversial Sinbin call saw Simonson leave the field after the bunker ruled he had impeded at a car in a try-scoring situation. Both Ryan Puppenhausen and uh, 
Nick Kotrick nab tries in the second half. That Pappenhausen try is a very good try. Basically fielded the ball inside his 22, beat a couple of players and ran the length of the field. Uh, Elliot Whitehead uh, dropping the ball over the line also uh, created a try. Nicole Clockstead crashed over in the final minute to set up a grandstand finish, but Canberra could not force the golden point. The Raiders now are at risk of losing touch with the top four while Melbourne move into third. That final score again, the Melbourne Storm 20, the Canberra Raiders uh, 14, and that pretty much uh, wraps up our games uh, yesterday, but I will... Just let you know who's uh, playing today. Now, our first game, our last two games of the round is the Newcastle Knights versus the Parramatta Eels. And that's from McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle. So home game for the Knights. That's a five past six kickoff. These are New Zealand times, by the way. And in our final game of the evening, the uh, Dragons uh, take on the Sea Eagles. And that's from Nestra Jubilee Stadium in Sydney. And if you've got enough energy for all your sport this weekend, that's an 8.30pm start and that pretty much wraps it up we although we will be back tomorrow morning to wrap all the games up see what how the table is looking but more importantly look out for our league show on a wednesday evening and um that is the standoff with brad and also sanjay i'll be back with more league news tomorrow morning thank you very much uh, Stephen. Uh, and uh, moving on to the netball and now here on as we report being to you on New Zealand Sports Radio and uh, last night the Steel um, and the Stars um, fought out a 39-48 uh, game. The Stars coming out on top there. Um, they uh, took uh, control of the game really in the first quarter, oh, sorry, in the second quarter um, and, uh, and then pulled away in the fourth um, having taken a one-point lead in that first quarter. So um, really it was uh, a good performance from there. Um, unfortunately, um, for the Southern Steel, um, they had uh, a horrible injury as a shooter. Uh, Jen O'Connell um, was uh, stretched off and came back on crutches. Um, and this was after um, they'd also lost um, George, Georgia uh, Heffernan um, for the season. Um, with a knee injury. So uh, some new players going to be uh, getting their opportunities there um, for the steal. Um, the Stars now back up and have to uh, and play the Magic this, e uh, this, uh, this evening at 5pm. And we also have the Tactics versus the Mystics at 7pm. So double header this, <clears throat> this Sunday in the netball. On the ladder, that win puts the Stars up in to third place. Four points behind the Northern Mystics, but the Northern Mystics have got a game in hand. Uh, that's both. It really does look like a Pulse Mystics final, um, even though the Stars have climbed themselves up there. Moving on to um, the uh, Formula One, and uh, over in Austria, Lewis Hamilton um, has put himself on the uh, um, on the front of the grid um, with uh, Max Verstappen. In the uh, sorry, Lewis Hamilton in the Mercedes and Max Verstappen in the Red Bull. <clears throat> Carlos Sainz in McLaren um, will be a third um, on there with them. Um, the uh, first race winner, Valtteri Bottas, um, in fourth. Uh, so that's the, the front row or the, the front, sorry, end of um, the grid uh, with them. 
Uh, and uh, Storm, sorry, the qualifying was delayed due to rain um, by 46 minutes. And we did expect there to be some rain uh, today or, or yesterday, sorry, um, for that uh, Grand Prix. Um, over in on in Wimbledon, Wimbledon has announced it will be paying 19 million pounds, sorry, 19 million dollars, um, New Zealand dollars, that is, uh, to players who would have been playing in the tournament. Um, 620 players um, will uh, uh, get um, some funds. Each of the, each of the uh, tennis players in the main draw um, who would um, get £25,000, whilst 224 players who would have been in the qualifying event will get £12,500 each. Um, the doubles players will get um, £6,250 um, and the wheelchair players £6,000. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, good to see uh, the players um, getting paid, even if they um, couldn't take part. And that's all allowed because of that um, good insurance policy that uh, Wimbledon had in place that covered um, pandemics. Moving on now to the basketball and in the Sands, sorry, in the Sal's um, NBL, we had a record score as the Otago Nuggets beat the Manawa Two Jets 100 to 130 to 94. Um, that was a record score by the Otago Nuggets, um, who uh, were led um, by Hunt with 22 points and um, Natai with 23 points. But the, the main man was Keel with 29 points there um, in that game. So high scoring game and with that three pronged uh, leadership team there in the Otago Nuggets. Yeah, the man with two jets. We know they're a side that don't quite have the height or the power um, also than the others, and they got blown away uh, in this um, in this game. Uh, in the other game from last night, the Canterbury Rams are early pace setters, but a side that have, are on a losing streak now, lost 92-97 uh, to the Taranaki Mountain Airs. Um, Brits with 31 points. Um, for the Canterbury Rams, couldn't drag his side up to the win. Uh, just not didn't get enough support from his other players there. Um, and the twin um, uh, pronged attack of uh, Rakua with uh, 26 points um, and Jones with 25 points. Jones also with 16 rebounds. Um, those uh, um, meant that the Taranaki Mountaineers uh, won the game uh, and also kept themselves top of the ladder. That's uh, six wins now from their nine games, um, just ahead of the Franklin Bulls, who have got five wins from their eight games. Um, the Nuggets climb up into third uh, with four wins from their seven games. So yes, they've got two games in hand over the Taranaki Mountaineers. If they win both of those, they could join them um, at the top of the table. So real tight table there over in the Sal's uh, NBL. Uh, the Canterbury Rams have now dropped to last place after being in first with those with three wins on the trot followed up by six losses on the bounce. So, yes, um, some of the wheels have really fallen off for the Canterbury Rams. Don't forget, you can listen to us on the go. to search for New Zealand Sports Radio on your fav favourite um, pod catching app, be that iTunes, Spotify, and iHeart or iHeart Radio. I'm going to hand you back to Stephen, who's going to give us an UFC update. 
Oh, thank you, Paul. Yeah, just for those uh, UFC uh, uh, fight fans, don't forget UFC uh, 251 uh, taking place today from the uh, Flash, Forum and Flash Forum on Yash Island, Abu Dhabi today. So that's uh, that's the one where they've got the ring pretty much uh, set up on the beach. It should be a uh, should be quite uh, entertaining this afternoon. Now, it is being shown on free-to-air ES ESPN, so if you've got Sky, you can, uh, especially here in New Zealand, you can uh, uh, tune into that. Originally, it was supposed to have been over in uh, Perth, but obviously due to uh, COVID-19, they've uh, moved it to Abu Dhabi in the United Arab uh, Emirates. And the uh, main fight to look out to for today is in the welterweight division, and that's for uh, Kamaru uh, Usman versus George uh, Masvidal, and that fight is in the uh, welterweight division. So that's pretty much the uh, the main event of the day. But there's a couple of uh, women's fights worth having a look at as well. A strawweight fight between uh, Jessica Andrade and Rose uh, Namajunas, who's uh, coming back from a uh, uh, from a bit of a sabbatical or time off, and also should be a good fight in the women's uh, flyweight division between Amanda. Rebas and Paige Von, Von Zant. So uh, look out for that this afternoon. Remembering Frida here on ESPN. And uh, I'll give you a wrap up of that card tomorrow morning. Enjoy your day, everybody. And uh, just also want to say, enjoyed my time out at the uh, suburbs rugby club yesterday, Paul, getting out and mixing it up in uh, grassroots. It was great to see you out there at uh, Monaco as well. Yes, big thanks to Monaco, who may be very welcome um, there for their game against. Um, puppy, 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 puppy. Sorry, sorry. Um, over there. Um, and uh, yes, looking forward to catching up on some sleep um, today, folks. Uh, then hopefully I'll have my, I won't be sorry of my words so much tomorrow. You have now started the day the best way um, up to uh, speed with all of the important sports news. And if you'd like to get reports on those um, Goodyear Premiership um, results, in the uh, Auckland club scene, then head over to our Facebook page um, on, on New Zealand Sports Radio where Stephen and I had chats with the uh, head coaches um, after the games. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.